Uh, my opinion goes with, you know, what suits the client, the consumer, right? Yeah. When we're doing the analysis, when we're doing that synopsis, what works for that client? So the thing is, is I haven't really come on podcasts and talk about, you know, uh, what there's this one, you know, perfect thing that works for everybody and it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. I pretty much agree with you. And I think I've told you this, it's based on the consumer, right? If you're comfortable, you can carry those payments, ride the wave. Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay. Now from the beginning. All right, this is Real Talk with Carmen Costa. Today, I thought, uh, hey, you know, I'm, I brought- Hey, I'm Jamie, how's yeah. it going? Oh, calm that, down, I was okay. gonna introduce, just, you know what, okay. you're out of control. I know. I was gonna bring you on it's because okay. I thought it was a good idea from a client perspective, uh, what's going on in the economy, right? So we've got that a is. lot of people freaking out, um, lots of big topics to talk about today. Um, but I wanted to get it from your perspective, not being in the industry, mm -hmm. thinking what's going on, right? So. You know, uh, we had a couple of rate announcements where the rates went up a quarter percent, yep. right? So when they were, you know, so I just, I wanted to get your perspective as a client. Uh, how did you feel like well, the I last was, three? I was kind of expecting it at this point. I think if, if you have a pulse in what's going on, you, you could have guessed that it was still going to go up. And this is from a pure consumer's perspective. I think we're still going up a little bit more yeah that's just if if you look at the way the economy is going i think there has to be some sort of balance and this is the way the government balances things off and it sucks but it is what it is yeah. right there's a few ways that they can balance things off um could have they done something different in the past probably but they didn't and here we are for sure so instead of getting the country in in a deep deep hole they are basically hurting people who have investments and and who Correct. have their homes but at the end of the day i think that as a, from a consumer's point of view if you're ready for that you should be fine it's not 100%. like it's not like they're increasing Two percent, three percent. It's you know what I mean. It's but not the a rate, huge so that's, increase. Yeah, and that's something I just wanted to make mention. Like I had a client call me yesterday uh, in a variable product, and um, she was like, I, "I need to lock in, right?" And mm -hmm. so you're looking at locking in six percent. That's what you're looking in. And the new trend that I'm like I'm hearing or I'm seeing is uh, do the two three year term just to get out of this, right? Do the two three year term. I'm going to be quite honest with you. Uh, my opinion goes with, you know, what suits the client, the consumer, right? Yeah. When we're doing the analysis, when we're doing that synopsis, what works for that client? So the thing is, is I haven't really come on podcasts and talk about, you know, uh, what there's this one, you know, perfect thing that works for everybody and it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. I pretty much agree with you. And I think I've told you this, it's based on the consumer, right? If you're comfortable, you can carry those payments, ride the wave. Yeah. Just ride the wave, calm down. Right. So, but if you're in a, you know, if you're finding that you're in a deficit month over month and it continues to go up and you're not sleeping well, and you do want to have a review, then that's what your mortgage broker, um, agent is there for you. Right. So yeah. I think people need to be aware of that, but there's just like so much media and you saw it, like you did a perfect, I have to say, Jamie, <sighs> Props to you. You did a perfect job on that video with Greg Casey. Yeah. Like you picked out the perfect 
uh, items that he talked about. The whole I team mean, talked about it. The the presentation like, was great. There was, was great. so much good information, and I don't know if we're going to eventually put out the whole presentation or not. I, that's going to be your decision, but. Um, it was, we're not allowed to. We're allowed not. to do the bits and pieces, which was it, fine. And Those bits and pieces. It really were... sucks because the whole presentation was good. So well, he's coming back in October. Exactly. So, I yeah. was just going to say, keep an eye out. Uh, next event, come out because you're going to get a lot of good information. And yeah, it was actually difficult for me to be able to re- to take out some of of the info because of that. It was just so much good stuff. I think... Ultimately, and I want to kind of go back to what you were saying to the three year versus five year yeah, versus locking down this. and you all have of no that. Idea. I think, and this is me from <laughs> watching TikToks. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest, I'm not a mortgage <laughs> agent, but a lot of the TikToks that I that I hear is um, you've got two groups of people, and yep. I find this very strange. The first one is the group that says, oh, just lock into a three-year, and then after the three-year is done, you can go into uh, uh, another five-year or Correct. three or whatever you decide to do. And then there are the other. there's the other group that I've heard that makes a little bit more sense to me, and I wanted to get your opinion on it, which is, okay, you go into a three-year, obviously you're going to be paying a little bit more because you're in a three-year, and if you do the math, is the math the mathing? Wave. Yeah. At the end, right? Because ride the wave. Yeah, I'm I'm more with investments. So we talked about this with investors. You take a risk tolerance on every client you sit with, right? And you yeah. gotta, you know, in a couple, there's always the one that's rides the wave. They're like, oh well, you know, this is investments. This is what happens with investments. Stock market, same thing. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't pull out when it gets tough, right? You gotta ride it. It's long term, right? So that's what you're doing. But a lot of people, um, and that's why I say to you, Jamie, it's, there's not one right answer. So math wise, you ride the wave. That's it. You ride the wave and that's math. Like that's, that's just how it works. Yeah. Cause the way I see it, the way I see like in a variable, if you're looking into investing into the market and you're in a variable, you're free to kind of do whatever you want. Correct. Right. While if you're stuck into a three year or a five year, you need to you need to wait. Otherwise, you're going to get those penalties coming in. Huge. So that's exactly what I told you, Jamie, (laughs) when you got here. (laughs) I know. I'm learning, guys. (laughs) And I know it was for. I know as a as a consumer for you, you were like, "What the heck is going on? Why am I in this product? Have you seen some of the penalty payouts right now? Mm. They're very high." So what are we looking at more or less? You're looking. So I just saw it, and I don't know. This is all. So this is TikTok. But in all actuality, if you're in longer terms, they're they're high. They're about twelve to twenty thousand. I had a client inquire. They had one more year left uh, with a monoline lender, and they had twelve thousand to pay. Mm. Right. Yeah, it's so a big, it's, it's a, a big, big it's a big hike. So that for me, you're right. If you're an investor, that's exactly the key word, and I want you to say that. Yeah, if you're yeah. an investor. Variable product is probably the best product for you because it gives you the flexibility, you know, to shotgun. I want to buy this property when times get tough. So, and this something I, I met uh, a great investor yesterday uh, in London. Uh, shout out to Joe, great guy. He's so smart. Like watching him talk and all that, he goes, "When it gets tough for all of society, when everybody's panicking, that's when you buy." Yeah, right. And I looked at him. I was like, "Wow!" It gave me goosebumps, and I'm like, "Wow, what a smart guy." He's like. When nobody else wants to buy, that's when you buy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's brilliant. Like the, it was so simple. It was simple advice, but yet so brilliant. I'm like, what a smart guy. Because if you think about it, it's like, yeah, you're right. 
you look at history. That's the bottom line. That's yeah. the way I try to look at things nowadays. But it's tough though, Jamie, when you're not in that frame of mind, well, yeah. it is tough for you. Like I'm, I'm, I know for a fact, like it's yeah. tough for you. And like with Anna, like I could understand, right? Because yeah. my husband's ultra conservative. He does not like, he wants to know exactly what's going, what's coming out. Like he's very ultra conservative. The thing is, is you have to, you have to hear that, right? And you so, got to look at your life and where you 100%. are and what you want to do. Because I think like if you're in the market to buy a home and you know, you know what, this is going to be my house. This is going to be my home. I want to raise Spot my kids on. here. Spot then on. yeah, I think get yourself into a, a, a fixed mortgage and try to get the best deal you can and and just, you know, do that. But if, if you are, if there's like a small percentage of thinking of investing or oh, I think I might want to do this in the future it's it's best to go with a variable product because you You're not I know be and snagged I snagged with those high penalties man and I guess a lot of people in the comments are going to go, oh, but if you go variable, you're going to be paying off. Yeah, I get that, but... A lot of people there. Here comes TikTok. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. But I, I, I just want to make clear, I think, um, you know, everybody's always like, Carm, should I buy now? Should I buy later? What are your thoughts? You know, I I have strong opinions on what's happening right now. I do. And and I, I'm watching all these new podcasts come out and I'm like, that's great. You know, it's going to be tough. The next six months is going to be tough. And I tell my agents here, it's going to be very tough. The professionals that are in this industry, like mortgage brokers and agents that are actual professionals that actually do this for a profession will survive. The other ones that came in part-timers, all that stuff. Thanks for coming out. It's time for you to go (laughs) because it's getting expensive. Things are expensive. Insurance is expensive. Everything is expensive now, right? So the truth is, if you have it, you can do it. But if you don't, it's just, it's time for people to go. It's just not as easy to do this job. You do have to collect people's information with consent, right? Consent form signed. You have to collect their information. You have to build out a plan for them. It's not more, it's no more of this. What's your best five-year fix? Because there's Mm -hmm. no best five-year fix. There's no best solution, right? But there's things that are catered to that client. And the truth is, Whatever opinions people have, the variable product will always be the best product to take. The cheapest. You're always going to save the variable product. As much as people can argue, do the math on it. The variable product will always... But does that does not suit everybody, Jamie. Exactly. And the problem is people are like, because my financial picture as a mortgage broker agent is phenomenal, I'm going to sell what's the best product today, which would be the variable product. Regardless if rates keep rising or whatever that looks like, you will always pay cheaper with the variable at, at that exact timestamp, right? Not yeah. if you took it five years ago, not, but at that exact timestamp, that shows you, right? And you have the flexibility If you have that 1%, like you said, I may buy, I may not buy, I may, you know, and the average person who sits in a home that buys a home, they're in there for about two to three years before they move on to another house, the first time home buyer. So my thing is, is why would you subject them? Because maybe that's what suits them, the fixed product. So can they port? So we look at porting options. Can they port instead of putting them in the variable product for three years where they're panicking? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm being dead serious, right? And we talked about it when you panicked, you know, you were like, oh my God, how many of my clients, no, you're not, but I'm just saying, (laughs) how many of my clients call me panicking, hitting the panic button saying, oh my God, Karen, blah, blah, blah. None. I've had nobody call me. I don't have panic buttons because I've explained it up front. I've explained it. It's just like riding 
the stock market. It's the exact same thing. You don't put investments in and then pull out. That makes no sense. You're going to take a loss. It's just how it works. Mortgages are the exact same thing. It's the biggest investment you're making. So you have to decide if that suits you and you have to ride the wave if it gets difficult. That's just how it works. And the truth is this should be discussed with clients up front. It should be. So then when the times come, they're not calling panicking. A lot of the brokers and agents just sold products to sell products because they were cheap. They weren't in this profession for very long. I've been in this industry for 22 years. I did the math yesterday. I'm like 22 years in this industry. I've seen everything. So the truth is I'm like this, like everybody's like, oh my God, rates are at 6%. I was selling 4.5 and I thought that was great. I'm like, wow, 5% I sold for a long time. I'm like, how is that high? Like, but the truth is here's where the problem arises. The government put in the stress test when the rates were super cheap. They put that in the 2% stress test. All right. So Mm -hmm. they're talking about, let's not, you know, let's try to fix what's happening with inflation, blah, blah, blah. We're trying to, we're going to do that with inflation. Let's just try to fix that. Right. You need to take the stress test out. You have to take it out because there's, it's, it's barely, it's impossible to try to qualify somebody at 8%. For the number, like for the average home that they want to buy, it's ridiculous, right? The math is not adding, right? And the truth is they've come back and said, Osby said, we're not removing that stress test. So I'm qualifying and people get angry. They're like, how could I only qualify for 400,000? What are you going to buy for 400,000, Jamie? No. On 120 income, what are you going to buy for 400,000? <laughs> Nothing at this point. An average debt, maybe 25K. Like, what are you going to buy? Nothing. So I'm like what are you solving? Like you think to the government, like I understand the stress test when it was put in for the 2% when rates were at 2%, 1% that still didn't do anything. We're at 6%. So, you know, whatever stress that we were stressing them two or three years ago, when these people come up for renewal, I know I'm harping on the same thing over and over, but when they come up for renewal, we're going to have problems, but yet you, you can't qualify somebody at that purchase price, the average purchase price in Hamilton. It's like, I don't even know what to say. And then they're like, well, get a condo. There's still condo fees that you have to take into account. So the truth is, I think the problem that we have here is remove that stress test, Mm -hmm. take it out. Like it's, we're in a high, high rate. We're in high rate right now. So why are we, why are we still stress testing people? Yeah. I, I honestly think that if, if the mortgage agents did their job properly, and I'm seeing most of them, if they actually sat down with the clients like you do and go over all of the financials and, and, and kind of see where the person is at and let's throw some scenarios. What if it goes up 3% by the time you renew? What if you, one of you guys loses your job or what if, you know what, your utilities go up because they have quite a bit, like, can you afford it? You know, 100%. I think if more people sat down and went through all of these little details, there's no need for us. No, but test. Jamie, you know what they're doing now? Automation. Do everything automation. Yeah, Everything's automation. So Automation doesn't have half of the things you need in there. Well, that's what I'm saying. But how can, you know, and I was saying, me and Zareen were arguing about this AI and all this stuff. He's like, oh yeah, they're going to, I'm like, how could somebody for the biggest purchase of their life? I'm an at, like I ask questions. So I want to sit in front of somebody. I would never want to go to a kiosk and be like, like I'm ordering McDonald's, not like I do. And you go on the kiosk. This is what I want to order, build out a car or buy a house. Like that makes no sense to me. Like, no, because the, 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 the list of things you need to, to 
actually grab and and create the the right decision for the client is huge. It is, and it, I haven't seen it in any of the forums online. No, it and isn't. people won't won't know because. But you, it's the it's how the hard bait, is it for What you? is it called? The bait and switch. I think it's the bait and switch with these online. You know, this is the rate we have. I always get clients that do the screenshot. This is the best rate out yeah, there, and I'm like, but, but I it's was high ratio. Say, how hard is it for you guys sometimes to get the information you need? Like, oh, it's very hard. Can you hard. give us this? Can you give us? No, that? no. People think we're asking for too much, and I'm yeah. like, it's not me. I'm not. But there's I a have, reason for that. Exactly. But you're looking at everything. You're looking at all options. Uh, but I get a lot of clients that will come back and say, why are you asking for everything? Do you want my firstborn? Like <laughs> how many times have I heard that? <laughs> no, I don't want your firstborn. I got so many kids. No, I'm kidding. So, but I get that. I'm like, do you want my firstborn child? And I'm like, I'm asking you because I need to understand your income. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, Jamie, now more so than ever for pre-approvals, I want everything up front. I need to see what's going Makes on sense. because imagine like you're going out and you're searching for houses and you're not at the right point like purchase point like that's crazy for me that's just i mean insane. let's say a difference of a hundred thousand dollars will make a difference in the house so if you're out there for a million dollar home and a, a one million one hundred thousand dollar home shows up can you afford it or not a hundred percent you're right it, and, and that might make the difference right and i think a lot of people they just oh i like this house better well you can't afford that house <laughs> right and it's, it's sad though, but the thing is, is with the qualifying rate it, or the stress test, it's, it's just insane. And the market, it's, insane. it's made our job so hard. And my, my agents, you know, call it like shout out to my agents. It's been a stressful couple of weeks, right? Cause everybody is on edge. So if you think clients are on edge, agents and brokers are on edge that care about their clients. Like, and, I mean, and my the market's agents, been crazy too. Right? It has, but my agents like truly care. They have a heart and they worry about their clients. Like when I hear this and I, I hate saying this, like, to all my agents, a lot of them will be like, oh, I lost so much sleep. I like to hear that because it tells me they have empathy, right? And I'm like, there's so many people that lack empathy in this profession. And it's like, you look at them and it's like, they just, you're the next number. But my, my agents truly care about the client, right? Where I swear, Jamie, the last couple of weeks, oh, I've lost so much sleep because of this client. And not because the clients were, you know, rude or any of that. Cause I don't hear that. That's not the complaint. It's more about Oh, how am I going to, how am I going to help them get their first home? It's so hard to qualify them or it's so stressful. It's like, I, I feel for them that they, I can't qualify them. Like it's the empathy and the compassion that they have. It just warms my heart because it's like, they, they see it, they see it, they care about their clients, they fight for their clients. And it's like, it's amazing to see. And that's the agent broker that you need in your corner fighting. Because I have a lot of, like, you know what I love to hear? Shout out to Marcus, my agent this morning. He's like, I've got a ton of escalations. I'm like, give me those escalations. I love them. Because that tells me my agents are fighting for the client. A lot of people will be like, oh, sorry, you're declined. Bye. Thanks for coming out. Right? So, but my agents are like, no, I don't think this is right. Let's go the extra mile. If TDS is 50%, you know what? I'm going to fight with the lender and say, okay, Let's, let's be rational about this. Their actual payment is 6% and some lenders will agree to it. Banks, banks. I'm not talking monoline lenders, but there's banks that will look at it and be like, okay, you know, build a case around it. Let's build a case around it. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not saying every TDS, so any mortgage agent and broker coming at me, calm down. I'm saying build a case. There's, there's part-timers that are working in the house. There's a lot of things that you can do to build that case out to assist them to get into that home. Right. And you're not putting them in the wrong purchase price. It just makes sense. Right. And it has to make sense. But I can't believe 
Like just, and I, and my husband said, well, they, you lead by example. Like they see you, they see what you do. You fight uh, cases. And I do, you know, I had a client, I'm not naming any names, but he's been commenting on my stuff lately. So I know he's going to comment on this one, but I had a client uh, last year. I had told him, sell your house. Like you have to sell your house. This is the best purchase price you're going to get. And you know, and that was my advice. I sent him an email, summary email. You need to sell your house. I'm sorry. And I do that a lot. Right. So I don't tell people, oh, let me put this private together, slap it together. Here's your private. Let's save you for a year. So you're just going to, you're going to be okay for a year, but a year later, there's no exit strategy. And that private lender just ate up all your equity. Thanks for coming out. So I could have done that. I'm just letting you know, Jamie, I could have put that deal together for this individual if I wanted to, but I said to him, you know what? And it was the first time he had met me. Actually, it was the second deal I had done for him. The first deal I really fought with Scotia to get it done. Uh, props out to Scotia. They did it. But second time around, he, I, I'm like, you need to sell your property. And th- these are, th- I'm going to have that hard conversation. You want an honest broker? You want a transparent broker or an agent? You come to my team. Because every single one, they call me. And they're like, Carm, should I say this? Yes, you should say that. Tell them to sell. 100%. And it's a hard conversation. Like people don't want to say that, Jimmy. They want to save the day by putting you in that private. And but you're people, better off selling, pausing 100%. your investments, pausing your investments, for sure. and getting back in when the time is right. One hundred percent. However, so he left. He left my office, and he, I hung up. You know, whatever. He and he went to another broker who put a private together, ridiculous in price, like ten grand a month. Who the hell can afford ten grand? A month? Like I was. So when he came back to me, he was like, "I need your help." right? This is coming up for renewal now. Mm. And I looked at it and I'm like, Oh, like you lost money. First of all, you lost the equity that these private lenders just took. The broker took good change from him. So I'm like, and that pisses me off. I went head to head with, with one person who's like, I wouldn't put them in a private. I'm like, "Mm, I'm sure you would. So to all the brokers out there that think, Oh, it's okay to put a private together. They qualify in this, you know, these private lenders will do it. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, there has to be an exit strategy fully knowing because we know that rates were going to go up. There's, there's, there was so many indications, like for people last year that were like, Oh, I didn't know that rates were going to go up. I'm like, how did you not know? Like, are you joking? So this poor guy, like he could have sold at one price and he could have got max. Like I'm telling you, Jamie, you would have walked out with coin. Right. And I said, just, Oh my God, that's a perfect price. Grab the price, take it. So I assumed that's what he did. No. So this year he had to list, lost money. And then on top of that, lost the money from, he's going to walk away with some change, but this was a home he was in for a long time. So here's the thing. I transacted with him. I, from start to finish, I did the renewal, got an agent, did all of this. And he's like, I need to pay you. And I'm like, no, you know what? Pay it forward. I'm like, don't, don't pay me. I didn't charge a broker fee, nothing. I did the renewal because I, I know private lenders. So I'm like, nah, I'm going to watch this. So I kept an eye. I was like, I'm the owner of this company. I kept an eye. The private lender was smart. I'm like, okay, so when he pays you out in three months, because he's selling, he's going to list, he's, he's now sold. Thank God. Um, you know, I want to make sure how much are you exactly charging him to buy out? I don't want these extra charges. I'm going to keep an eye on everything. And he said to me, he's like, I want to pay you. I said, no, no, pay it forward. So you just pay it forward to the next person honest truth. And please refer everybody to me. That's all I ask for is referrals. But here's the thing. People wouldn't do that, but I see my agents doing that. Like TCG stands for that. And when I see that and you don't need to be paid today, Jamie, you don't need to. And I, and this is why I try to tell my agents, you don't need to get payment today. 
you will get blessings and payments by people referring you saying, she's honest. She's very transparent. That's who you want to go to. And sometimes you're going to hate the advice I give you. You're going to hate it. But I'm telling you right now, Jamie, how long have you been with me? Too long. Too long. No, we've been together. But what has the, been the same message that I've delivered out here? doesn't change. I've not changed. Yeah. It's the same thing. I've told people to sell when they needed to sell. I'm yeah. like, you need to sell your property. And sometimes people don't listen. They're like, no, I'm going to do what I want to do because it's something they want to hold on to. But here's the thing. They're going to come back to me and be like, I kind of made a mistake. I should have listened to what you said, but I gave the honest advice. And yes, I didn't get that 40 grand broker fee. I didn't get that 40 grand broker fee, but here's the thing. I'm not out to get broker fees. I'm not out. I'm out to make connections with humans and ensure that they're protected. And I can wholeheartedly say anybody that's branded TCG, they know, they know, like I'm telling you, they have a heart. And when I hear my agents, like my agents will call and they're like struggling with something. They're like, what should I do? That's when, you know, somebody has a conscience and they're, they have empathy and compassion and that's who you want to deal with. Well, it starts from the top, right? Uh, you, you are like that and you've been teaching them how to be that way. And I think, you know, if more brokerages out there did the same thing, you wouldn't see what you, what you were just complaining about. And obviously it's not all of the agents out there. It's not everyone no, out there. We all. get that. But unfortunately is a, it's a big chunk of the it's a market very big chunk that they don't care. It's just about the money. And, and unfortunately that's where I think that's why the economy is in the way it is. Because when you start putting all of these little deals and all of these little, they're all little, but once you put them all into one big bag, this is what we get. People For sure. That, but here's you, the thing. You have people now where they're saying there's some brokers and um, agents I've been watching. I'm like, I can't even be on social media, but sometimes <laughs> I watch them and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you're part of the problem. These people that are coming up for renewal, like you're part of the problem. These and are they're scaring this is, people too. Yeah, and that's and, and on top of that, like, and that's right. Putting the fear of God in people is is ridiculous. It's based on your situation, right? Like you can't look at a video and be like, oh, I'm not buying, forget it. Like, just sit down with somebody that's honest and truthful. Yeah. Sit down and get the advice and figure out what best suits you. That's what I would do. I don't know about you, but I'm not the type of person that listens to people like in videos. I watch, sometimes I watch videos. I fact check everything. I'm like, what? All the time. This does not make sense. And then I go down a rabbit hole. Cause I'm like, what this don't like, it just does not make sense. But I'm going to tell you not for nothing. You know, I know if we go back to all the videos we've done, I've harped on the same thing over and over. So I can, without any shame in my face, say that I've always said this, the same thing over and over. Transparency, honesty wins the game. That's it. And sometimes people hate it. They hate it. Like they can't stand it. Right. And I'm telling you one thing I did want to discuss today, and I wanted your opinion on it. Um, I was going to talk off camera, but I think this is a great topic to talk about now. Oh boy. Um, you know, uh, negativity and people around you. Right. So, you know, there was an incident and, uh, I was talking to my sister, uh, Diane, shout out to Diane. I was talking to Diane and, um, you know, she was like, I, I just need to remove, uh, people from, you know, around me. Right. She's getting to that phase. So I'm like, yeah. oh man, that's awesome. She's at that, that stage, right? We've been at that stage. Mm -hmm. We passed that stage. Um, here's the thing. I feel that society is very, very weird now. Like I find it very it's eerie. complex. So, so I'm going to say weird. A lot of individuals are so entitled, right? And sometimes I find it hilarious when I'm watching things or reading things. I'm like, this is so interesting, right? Where you sit back and you watch them like entitled. And then they're like, 
you did this to me. I'm like this and I'm feeling this hurt because of you. You caused, and it's like reality check. You are you, the ruler of your own life. Exactly. Period. So you are the one causing it to yourself. It's yeah. you, right? And it's, and it's like, I remember the last time we talked about this, I had like a whole bunch of comments on it on TikTok. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, these guys are, so those are the entitled. So as soon as you mm -hmm. get those entitled people that take offense, they start to comment, right? They're like, bah, 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 and you're like, oh, you're entitled, you know? And like, Alana is funny because my stepdaughter, she's like, you don't get phased by anybody. I'm like, no. No, because I've reached a point in my life. Yeah. I'm not even kidding you. I've reached a point, and I hate saying this, that people chirp. They're chirp. I call them chirpers. So they chirp. So there's chirpers out there. There's chirpers in this industry. Chirpers, right? And when you back, push back at them and they start to cry, you call those like, you push back and you're like, well, no, actually, you're the bully. They start to cry. Then you start to realize that they are the problem, right? And they, they, yeah. they don't want to hear it, right? Because they're used to being bullies and he used to get in their way entitled entitlement, right? And I don't know with because now there's this Gen X, Gen Y, this millennium, blah. Like it just it's like crazy. It's like which generation is it? But the truth is, if you really go back to our generation, like my generation, I think you're a lot older. Than I'm me. a lot older. <laughs> but my generation, we grew up with like bullies. Like our parents bullied us, right? So it's like. I, we're not soft. And I realize because when I hear things and people say things, I don't take offense to a lot of things. It's it's a tough it's, it's a tough topic to talk so about. Tough, but um, no, but honestly, Jamie, like if I could if I could fully talk about the situation with my sister, I would. But the thing is, is I sat back observing and I just found it when you are a repeated problem and you're having the same issue with different people, you are the problem. You're yeah, the problem. You need to remove yourself because at the end, yeah. you know, the, the old saying, you're, you're the sum of the five people, the five closest people around you. For sure. That, and, and when you think about why are you getting aggravated? Why are you getting upset? Why are you getting all of these negative vibes? You have to start looking around you and, 100%. and, and really looking at who, are right? these people and then you don't have Jamie, to cut them spot off on. you don't have to cut them off entirely you can just you know what spend Distance. less time yeah but yeah. you're so spot on my thing is is if i go through a day without any stress and i'm laughing and i'm positive then the people around me are perfect yeah but if i'm going through life stressed out there's something wrong and i i honestly feel that and i'm going to be honest with you i don't know who said it to me it could be i was at lunch with terry shaw Ta shout out to terry shaw and she said to me i can't believe you do that because i do that people will be like i know you let's say i may know them i'm like never met you in my life sorry <laughs> right if we've had an incident i'm probably put chances of me knowing you is next to none because here's the thing and i think it's chalked up to and, and it's i'm gonna call a spade a spade i do have adhd i know i do right I don't, people think I, I talk or think about them. And I, and I watched this one TikTok. I'm going to try to find it to send it to you. And the guy's like people with ADHD. And I was like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> people with ADHD. Don't, don't think about you. If you're yeah. not in my peripheral vision, yep. I promise, I swear to you, I am not thinking about you. I, not an ounce of you comes into my realm. I'm being dead serious. So if I stop talking to you, is because the chances of me forgetting about you was huge, huge, yeah. right? And when people mention the person, I'm like, it takes a while. I'm like, wait, well, yeah, maybe, yeah, I did know that. Yeah, that's right, right? But I do this. Now, moving forward, I'm like, I don't know who they are, right? <laughs> if they're not in my, in my realm. But the truth is, it's because maybe 
Like, and I, and I say this, and I said this to my sister, maybe when we remove all these people that are negative, they don't deserve to be in your life. That will lead to a better life for you. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've been the happiest I've ever been in my whole life. I'm being honest. And you're yeah. right, Jamie. It's like the people, it's, it's the people around you who make you right. Exactly. Like and make yeah. your life. Right. And yeah. it's important to, for that. It's so important to preserve your peace of mind. And I think people need to understand one thing. If you are complaining about a situation, let's say you're complaining about people, but you don't make any change, any different, anything different in your life and expect your life to get better. It, that, that doesn't make any sense. If something happen. is You're not right. working right, you need to change it in order to have a different outcome. You're right. If you keep complaining, but you do nothing to change it, it will always be the same. You're so right. You're so right. And I, I remember one of the comments I got was, you don't really know. I'm like, I know by ex- like my experience. I'm just giving like these podcasts are basically about your experience. Like we're not <laughs> experts, Jamie, but I know one thing. I know. No. <laughs> I am. No, I'm kidding. But I know one thing that, you know, I know we talked about it because we did it around the same time. It was during the pandemic. We had done some recordings and you were like, oh, that's it. It's going down. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But I really do take a lot of your advice and I implement it and I'm like, oh man, that's a great idea. Like the one thing I was telling you this morning, I implement, I'm like subcontract. That's a great idea. He's so smart. So I started doing that and it works. It actually works. So I'm like, wow, I'm going to take a lot of advice from Jamie because you know, you've been in the business so long yeah. that you've seen what works and what doesn't work, right? 18 years this 18, week. 18 years. Yeah, man. Oldies 11, 16. I know. No, but I just, I wanted to make mention, um, you know, I, I love to see people, I love to see them starting to evolve and, and learning. Right. And then like the best with my sister, she's like, why are you so, why are you so calm? And I'm like, I don't know. Like to me, you're like, calm because you removed all of the noise. I did. And, it, and I, I don't understand why I remain calm. It's weird. Like, I know it's weird. And Surveyne says it too. He's like, you're so calm. And I'm like, it takes a while for situations to get to me, right? So I'll be honest, like this morning, a client was blowing up my phone, 42 messages. I'm like, oh, so I wasn't annoyed, but I'm like, I, and that's what I said. I said, <laughs> listen, I, I had to message and say, listen, slow down. I, I can't catch up to your, I don't know what you're saying to me. I have no clue. Calm down, right? And I I, I called them and I said, 42 messages are aggressive. And, and like, she's laughing. I'm like, no, I, I'm not going to have time to go read them. I'm not. 42 yeah, messages. Yeah. Like, it's impossible. Nearly impossible at 730 in the morning. But I wasn't annoyed. But I was like, oh, whoa. But you have to, like, just let people know. Set the boundary. Tell yeah. them, right? So what lacks in society is the transparency. 100%. Perfect example. We went to London yesterday. We We stopped at a bathroom. I went into the bathroom. I don't know what you feel about this, Jamie. I've watched it. I've watched this Joey Swall. Is it Joey Swall? I don't know his name. The okay. guy from the gym that calls people out when you record in the bathroom. Ah, uh, okay. So I had this I'm in the bathroom. I was just peeing. So calm down, everybody. So I'm in the bathroom and this woman comes in on FaceTime with a guy. So she's FaceTime and talking to a guy. And I'm like, so I, I just said to her, uh, I didn't say to her at all. I was exiting the bathroom. But I did think that was bizarre. It didn't bug me. It did not bother me. I just want everybody to know. But I'm like, what? Why is it she is in the bathroom weird. on face? Like she's FaceTiming. She's in the bathroom. Like you can hear her in the bathroom. Inconsideration. So, it's no, but it's on. weird. So this lady comes out. This other lady comes out, and she looks at me. She's like, "What's going on over there?" <laughs> and the lady comes out with the phone, and I'm like, 
ask her. Like, I don't care what's going on over there. I'm done. I'm washing my hands. I'm out, right? So maybe if I was in the bathroom, but even then we're in our stalls. So I'm just like, I think I was more. So then I had an hour to analyze. We stopped halfway through London. So London's forever. So, but I, I, I analyzed it. And then I, I had a conversation. Jermaine's like, what are you thinking about? And I'm like, why don't people talk to people? Jamie, yeah. why? Why am I, why are you and, going? And it's getting worse. What's her, what's her problem? And the lady's right there. What's her problem? What's her, and I'm like, why are you getting me involved? Yeah, I'm like, it's getting to worse too. Why, like Jamie? I've noticed, uh, even with my kids, um, they rather text than call. They rather text than talk. Uh, it, it's become this, um, I think we're becoming a society that's losing, um, the feeling of, of conversation, of looking in people's oh, eyes and, yeah. and, and talking directly to them. And they're losing the most important aspect of communication, which is being able to see the, the feeling, rea- yeah, the reaction, that's right. because it's not just, cause if you don't see me and you don't know if I'm smiling or if I'm pissed off or whatever, I can be I saying I never this, ever yeah. take offense to Texas though. Cause that's what happens. You don't know. Like I can say something on a text in my brain. I'm like having a laugh. You might go, what the hell is he saying? Uh, it's happened to I've me. I've had that. I've had that before. You're right. It happens to everybody. I'm a very, I'm a very one answer, like one text answer. Yeah. You're very crazy with that. Very yeah. one text answer. I am, but it, it's just me, how I operate or I forget to text you. And then I don't have time to sit there to text for 20 minutes. I'm not a texter. I'm a talker. Call me. But I, I do, I do one, one word text and people get annoyed. I'm like, why are you annoyed? Then call yeah. me. If you want to have a conversation, call me. I am like so old generation. Oh. I'm very old. Like I'm an old soul. So to me, I'm telling you on the weekends, this phone stays in my room. I'm like, I'm not on my phone. Not at, I will yeah. check it like every four hours, but ask the kids. I'm like, you want to talk to me? Come outside. Mm-hmm. I don't get this generation where they're on the phone. I don't want to be on my phone. I have to be on my phone for my agents. I always want to talk to my agents. However, I don't want to be on my phone. Like I'm all burnt because I was outside all the, all weekend. I can't wait till the weekend to be outside. I want to regenerate. But the thing is, is people are, you're right. The kids sit in their room on the phone. I find that so bizarre. How can you be in bed all day, bro? Like how? Yeah. You don't find that. Does your daughter It's weird. No, it's weird. Like we'll we'll be sitting in the uh, living room and everybody's on their phone. Like me and Anna are watching something, but they're on the phone. They're watching, but they have to be on the phone. They they Right? Yeah. Like movies. You're right. That's so annoying. Just don't watch. That's why uh, I tell them don't watch the movie. At dinner, we've, we've, we have that rule at home. It's no phones. So do we, yeah. And we have a small TV in the kitchen where we watch whatever we're watching as a family. And that's, that's it. Lately, no, it's been Modern Family. It's, I don't know about you. Amazing. We do, we do, what is it? Modern Family. <laughs> I love family. Modern Family. It's so funny. It's so, so funny. Good. I've yeah. watched all of it. Though. But we've, you know, we, we had watched episodes here and there, I, I guess, like everybody. But we decided, let's start season one, episode one, and we're going through the whole thing. So that's our dinner TV series. That's awesome. For the family. And phones are off. I don't care. Phones are off and they're down because if they're like this, those notifications, they, woo, your eyes go to it. So, no. No phones. I love phones it. Phones are down. And at least at that time, we were off. But then go to the living room. Everybody's on their own phone watching their own I thing. find it bizarre. Like, I just find it bizarre, like, just everything. I remember being a kid and we were outside all the time. Like, yeah. I tell I tell the kids, I'm like, you're outside. <laughs> on the weekend, I think they hate when I'm home because I'm like, it's, outside, everybody outside, badminton, bocce ball. <laughs> we're doing all of that. And as biggest pet peeve is, like, when the weather's good, like, now, she'll be outside and she has to... Ask Tiago, my son, 
come outside. And, yeah, and he's that's like, me. Oh, I don't want to be out here. I'm like, it's too hot. Are you serious? It's too hot. <laughs> I'm like, how is it hot? Like, I just, I find honestly the whole, uh, like everything. I Comment just, below then, if you go through this. <laughs> I think every parent does though. I think every parent does. I just, I wanted to bring that up though, Jamie. I wanted your opinion on it. Like the whole self-entitled, uh, I take offense to everything. I find it bizarre. Hmm. Like if you, if you find yourself, um, you know, offended or, you know, like just reevaluate, like take, take some time reevaluate. There's going to be a lot of commentary on this. Ooh. I find it so funny, right? It's Cause okay. it's like, what do you have to say about this? Meh, meh, meh. That's all Facebook. I'm like, you know, I was saying to Edward Facebook the other day, the worst. Facebook's That's the all. worst, but I love it. I, I get caught in these rabbit holes. Cause I'm like, Oh my God. Like I just, hey, I, listen, the first thing when I watch a, a somewhat awkward video on TikTok, let's say. First thing I do is go to the comment right section. Away. It's right away. Right away. You, you want to see the, the, the <laughs> what's going on. Like, what are people complaining about? <laughs> like, and then they get into little micro fights within themselves, you know? Like, and, do they watch themselves? Do you watch yourselves? Like, come on. Like, people, I don't get it. I, I'm watching this dad, though, who's was born 1981. And uh, his son just rattles him, right? So it just get, and I'm like, that's me. Oh my gosh, that's me. We're getting old. It's me. Yeah, he gets mad about everything. He's like, why are you so offended about it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me. But I was saying to Edward, when we were younger, um, we used to like, like when you opened up your mouth and you were lippy, like when we were younger, like mm. let's say at this age, like 12 and 13 year olds, when I watched them like lip off to adults and then I'm like, whoa, that's yeah. like ballsy, right? When we were younger at that age, if we did that, you would take a shot to the face. Like you would take a punch to the face. <laughs> it's true though. I'm as dead, much- and I'm not I, as much. No, but it's dead serious. I'm being dead serious about this. Like in school, don't. if you were lipping off the way these people t- comment, you we're, would take a shot not, to the face. We're not telling we're people not violent. to be violent. No, I'm not. But, but that's what happened. No, I'm giving my history. This is what but happened I think when the, I was the, younger. The chance that you could get a, a punch to the head. <laughs> would make you think twice about whatever you're gonna whatever do you're gonna, i never comment i'm like why would i comment why would i start like a, a war like this i don't know you why do i care about you but it's just it's crazy uh, my thing is is i think people just need to just reevaluate reevaluate yourself i thank god jamie that you know through the pandemic we work together because a lot of the things that you implemented i implemented in my life and honestly i'm gonna be i'm at peace like i can't even emphasize how at peace I am. And people that see me now that known me before, they're like, man, you're so, your aura is so peaceful. And I'm like, for the first time in my life, um, I have to say, and it was like maybe taking that death doula, um, course, maybe doing all of that. That made me realize that on my deathbed, all these people that, you know, uh, have come and like, where I used to worry about what they thought and worried and all that, they're not going to be at my bedside. Right. So I'm going to do exactly what I do. If you're out of my life, I don't think about you. I'm going to be honest. I don't waste an an ounce of energy. No, but it's, it's true. When this guy said it, I was like, oh my gosh, he's right. Like he's right. You know, maybe ADHD does serve a purpose for me. Right. But it's like, it's preferable. Whoever's in your preferable vision is who you remember. And honestly, but this all comes with age. I think I, I, I know we're always making fun of being older and all that. But the, the truth is, is that, you know, uh, as you grow older, you go through so many experiences so in true. life and you so interact with so many different souls out there. So true. And then you start realizing because in the beginning, you're naive. You think everybody's going to be nice to you. You think everybody's going to think about you. Me. That was me. Why is it that teenagers uh, have to try out four different outfits before they leave the house? Because they want to look Now it's perfect. like pajamas. 
Yes, no. <laughs> Four different pajamas before they leave the house, and <laughs> and which Crocs they're gonna use, what color? Because uh, God forbid, right? Uh, it's but, so true. But it, it, you know, and then you start learning, and you start realizing that yeah, you just spoke to this person, you turned your back, and they're not thinking about you. No. Nobody's nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's so oh hard to God. say this, but nobody, nobody gives cares. a shit about you. They don't. You're so right. It's hard when I tell my kids this. They like, oh my God. <laughs> But that's not the point. It's the reality. No, Nobody gives a shit think, about you. No, but I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes, like, you know, when you get into, like, a fight with somebody, people think that you carry that. And I'm like, I'm I'm like fishbowl, right? Where I move on the, the, next, the, the next minute, I'm done. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. And I don't even think about it. Like, and Atlanta's in my house. So she knows. She's like, when a couple of years ago when something happened, you know, with my family, She's like, you don't even care. Like, you don't even talk about it. Your whole family, they're like so, they're so mad at what, what happened to you. And I'm like, what, what happened? It's not going to solve I forgot. anything. But I'm, the truth is, you're right. I forget. I'm like, I don't, I'm living my best life right now. I'm living my best life. I'm being dead serious with you to tell you like, Servain makes me laugh so much. Like he's a funny guy. Right. And like Edward watches us and he's like, I don't know how you guys are always together. I'm like, I enjoy his company. He is probably the funniest guy you will meet. And the commentary, he, he, it's a lot, it's funny, but he does, he whispers a lot. Right. And he says things and it's hilarious because he has no filter. Right. So, and it, and I love that he has no filter, but very political in front of people, but behind the scenes, he's got, he's got no filter. So when he says things, he's hilarious. So to me, I live, I'm living my best life and yeah. people think best lives mean money, uh, all this stuff. But the truth is money is if you have all the money in the world and you're not happy family wise, you're done. Like you're done. Yeah. What is money going to do? Buy you drugs? Uh, uh like short term money um, helps in the society no, we're but, living like, in today, it. Like, but it doesn't have, create the happiness. Yeah, but then you have drugs, you have uh, drinking, you have the best thing you can do is find joy. Join within. When you find joy within, the money comes. And I always say that, right? And maybe we're not suited to get that money right away. You're supposed to evolve and learn and learn all these, these life lessons. And then when you're at that stage where you're mature enough, then it comes. Sometimes people do it backwards and that's okay. I'm okay with that. But I have to say, I've watched so many people around me that I'm like, I'm so blessed with surveying. I'm blessed with my kids. My stepkids are the best. Like I, I can't complain about my life. I love my life. I really truly enjoy going home when I have to go home and be with my kids and my family and my husband. He's so funny. I find him so funny, but I do want to say, I want to know from people out there. I, I think the one thing that I might ask is, you know, um, how do you deal with your kids being inside the house? Right? So I would love any tips. Uh, I know you'd be like, play soccer, put them in sports. Y you got to get that 17 year old. You got to get that, you know, 12 year old to be out doing yeah. stuff. Right. Oh, so sure. I would love to know some of your tips. Um, comment below, um, you know, message me directly. I'd love to know if you have any questions regarding mortgages, um, you know, variable product or the fixed product DM me, you can comment below. We can answer as well. Um, but for everybody else, thank you so much for listening to my agents. You guys are amazing. I am beyond blessed. I have the best team. So I can wholeheartedly say where we are at today with, you know, Gord out in Newfoundland, I have to say we have the best team, you know, so, um, you want amazing agents, uh, agents with hearts. This is who you want to deal with. All right. For everybody else. Thank you so much. All right. Peace.